This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back. Get comfortable. Talk about some weird stuff. And just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at nine. Yes, sir. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Hello. Hi, how are you doing? Good. I was wondering how the levels were. I know you said that they had been uh, adjusted. Every it's a, it's different week to week, man. Every week it's a little different in here for some reason. But I think it's well this this uh, mixer board that I'm knocking on. I mean it's that's real, solidly built. That's real wood right there. Yeah, real wood and American steel, and it's it's pretty old now. I would say it's thirty ish years old if I had to guess just from looking at it. They should like carve or, or put some kind of plaque on there the history of these boards because. That looks kind of like the one that we had at uh, the old 93.3 The Planet on Stone Avenue. I, I believe it's uh, one that I know we had at the old building uh, we used to be in before we moved to this building. Yeah. Yeah, at the mall. We've moved same radio station, three different locations. Yeah, I mean, that happened. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> same station. I'm still fine with that. Yeah. You know? Like Henry Aaron. He was... Milwaukee Braves. He stayed with him down to Atlanta. Yeah, he did. Atlanta. That paid off good for him too. Got that Turner money. Mm-hmm. He got some. Uh, he probably got some money from the the Olympics. I'm sure he did. I imagine everybody who was any did Ali get paid money to go? I'm not gonna. I'm not making a single joke here because Nine will tell you my love for the great Cassius Clay. But he had to receive some compensation, right? To to go and light the torch. I have no idea. I think they. I mean, have I, to. I I can't even venture a guess because it would just be a completely blind guess with nothing behind it whatsoever. But it's a business venture. The Olympics. They grease the, or a lot. They they get their. See, they don't grease palms. They get their palms greased. That's what. Sure, but it's a it's a business thing because it's a tourism thing, mm-hmm. and that's why all these cities and and nations rather go for the. You know, the the big pull, the big draw. Yeah, that's why Florida is offering now to host the uh, Olympic Games this summer if Tokyo backs out. What does everybody know about Florida that I don't? Why is it a year and a half ago we called it the burning dumpster of America, but now all of a sudden everything is uh, going there? 
or am I just thinking about wrestling? Well, they offered is all they offered to host it, and they haven't really shut down over COVID. Uh, that's what ah, so that's okay, why. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it's been that fewer COVID restrictions. That's why everybody wants to film there and stuff now. Yeah, I've I've made a, a hopefully now a, a resolution to mention the date when we tape these because you never know when stuff down the road changes and whatnot. And you're listening to us talking about this or that. And you're like, what? What? Huh? Uh, it's huh? Uh, Tuesday, January twenty sixth. 21. Yes, it is. That's right. Thanks for that, Matthew. You're very welcome. And we're we're so glad to have you with us again. Thank you so much for listening to After Hours with the Rise Guys. It's not Truly. as easy as just, you know, getting in the car and there we are on your radio. Um, you, you seek this out because you want to hear what we have to say about stuff. We really appreciate helping you kill time or helping you drive around town or whatever it is you're doing. Yes. Make it the local pastime or yes. the national pastime. Yes. What is the national pastime now? Well, just make it your pastime. Don't yeah. worry about the rest of the nation. That's a great point. Don't worry about the entire nation. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, I mean, do you really want to do what everybody else is doing? Because odds are they don't know what the hell they're doing. No, they're just doing what they say is trending. Yeah. Whoever they is. Who, who's that? Pardon my French. I don't know who they is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we truly, truly, truly appreciate you listening because, as Jimmy pointed out, uh, you're, you seek this out in this huge infested overpopulated world of podcasts yes um and i don't need to sit here and tell you that we've had one since uh 2005 four well, you, people you knew just, what podcast i didn't you just did i don't need to well you just did i used to have to pay in like 29 dollars a month for our podcast to be out there through a, a company called uh blank cove yeah yeah but it, it worked, and we we appreciate you. Hopefully, we get some of the spillover of uh, the Rise Guys Morning Show podcast, which is uh, page two of uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, man! On, uh, the comedy part. Yeah. Well, we get we have odd. we have two now. So thank you for listening to this one. Thank you for listening to that one. Yeah, um, I've had a good time. All these have been. I can't tell you which one's my favorite. I enjoyed last week with the short handle shovel. That was that a was, lot of fun. Man, that was fun. I enjoyed that. That's a great story about my uncle falling down in a pile of hockey. Yeah. I love coming. Hockey means poop, if you're unfamiliar. Oh, yeah, like doo doo. Yeah. Dookie. Yeah. What's your favorite? Besides, you can't, you know, we could, you know. Your favorite probably go to shit, but like, I'm but just as saying. As far as like the, the ones you can say anywhere. The one that's, yeah. You're not in mixed company. Man, dookie's fun. That's a fun word. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a, a back and forth with me. When I was a kid, I would get in trouble for saying doo doo, oddly enough, but I, I would I would I was told to call it ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha. It is funny. It's just odd. It is. When I was a little kid it was boo boo. That like, was when you hurt your knee. Like Yogi Bear's friend, Boo Boo. Did you Boo Boo? Sounds like Fat Boy's in here. Yeah. That's her producer. Yeah, he is. Uh, You'll hear him on the Rise Guys podcast. Yeah. You should but, check that yeah, out. Yeah, that was uh, that was my my uh, Childhood word. Yeah. Hmm. And now I'm usually at home by myself, so I don't really announce it that I'm going to... You, as a man, you know, you announce those things. For some reason, anytime a man gets up to go to the bathroom, he has to say to everyone mm-hmm. in the room where he's going. No. Boy, yes. I'm glad you said that. I am engaged to be married. I could be married by the time you hear this down the road, but regardless, I told you the date earlier. Mm-hmm. And when our when we moved in together and it kind of you know you get very comfortable with you know farting and you know well it just me never her and all this stuff um i would tell i would say once we got comfortable with each other I'd say hey i'm gonna go take a haha yeah and and after a while she said oh women hate it listen 
she said, you don't have to tell me mm-hmm. how long you're going to be. So You don't have to tell me that you're going, where you're going. What You just, you just get up and go in the bathroom. I pretty much assume you're going to the bathroom. But if you're in the same room and you get up and just ceremoniously, without saying a word, just start walking up steps, where are you going? Yeah. And I said, I can't tell you. Yeah. And she says, what are you doing? I said, you will know by how long I'm gone. Yes. And she sat there for a minute and the humility just kicked in and she just started laughing. Yeah. That's the best thing ever. Well, I mean, you can you can say I'm going to the bathroom, I guess, but for some reason women don't want the specifics usually. But the thing is that we say it because we're quite proud of it. For some, We're very proud yeah. of what we're about to go do. Yeah. Yeah. Go get rid of this, what I just ate. Yeah, man. We like to announce to people that we're doing that. And I said that I'm usually sitting at home by myself, but no, I, I do get up and I have to navigate through uh, my two German shepherds to do anything because uh-huh. they follow me around. You know, they're always right there. Yeah. Um, Those so are big dogs. I go one way to take them out back or to feed them or go to the kitchen and then go the other way to go to the bathroom. So I have to tell them, like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I usually get up and say, oh, man, daddy bathroom, get back. Oh, they know. Get out of the way. I got to go. You You think they're going to look at you grabbing your tummy and say, oh, look, it's the way that the white man says that he's pregnant. You know how when women do in their pictures, they do that so you don't think they're getting a beer gut. They don't usually have a grimace on their face like I do. Well, that's a good point, but dogs don't know any different. You see that in these pictures now, and it's like, oh, you just answered the question. I was wondering if COVID put a little weight on you, but no, you preggers. Yeah, it's preggers. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, but I, 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 what I was going to say is uh, not any tr- kind of transition. I enjoyed that, but when I come in here to do the podcast, I, I feel so much more relaxed. That was a ten minute digression. It's fun though. It was fun. I yeah. have no preconceived uh, things to talk about. I don't come in here with. I never come into the building with a chip on my shoulder. Um, I do today though. Why is that? It's something I wanted when you asked me. Well, truly, about eleven minutes ago, you said, "What's wrong?" And I, I was—I mentioned on our morning show a high school memory that yeah. I shared on this previous episode. Mm-hmm. I won't say anything other than that. No, okay, yeah. And it got back to someone who was involved, and something was said about the kind of person that listens to us. Oh yeah, we've all, man, we've been dealing with that. We started this show in January of 2003. Mm-hmm. It was 18 years ago. Right. Um, so we're in our 19th year of doing this. Season 19. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been dealing with that the entire time. The same perception. The perception that, you know, I don't even want to, I don't even, I have to pick my words because it's so like, if, if people have a right to be offended about stuff, this ought to be it. That if you listen to us, not specifically this show necessarily, but yeah. I guess the combination of nine and I together. Yeah, if you listen to, to us. That you're a guy and you don't have any kind of uh, self-worth and that you are not highly educated. You got guns, though. You have lots of guns. They know how you voted. But they think you bought them used out of the trunk of somebody's car, all of them, not just some of them. Remember who we are and the things we talk about, yet that's the preconceived notion. They don't have any aspirations of ever owning a home, yeah. property, uh, educating themselves further, yeah. and that when it comes to retail and even eating, mm-hmm. it's such a... Rev- and All you eat is fast food. I'm about food. to coin a word that I know you might, you might Google and it already is a thing, but this is reverse sexism. 
It's just sexism, right? It's reverse. Sexism is just sexism. It's reverse sexism. I like what you're doing. Yeah. And I think the message is there. <laughs> but it's reverse sexism that the conception of if you like rock and roll or two dudes talking about certain things, the preconception is that, ah, this guy is just out of control. This guy. How yeah. many of these ladies right now listening? Yeah, I mean, put your hand up there. And how many of you are guys who aren't you know covered in red mud right now? Or even if you are, you're doing it for a good reason. You're not just always that way. I mean, we we do very well um, in, in in terms of our in in the market where we're on the air radio. We do very well with um, honestly people who have a higher income. Yeah. We're one of the top couple stations in that, like tied for first kind of territory. With and what I don't can, want to get into specifics, probably shouldn't do that. No, but they can, what for higher income, for those of you who are probably wondering where you stand, that's uh, 100000 and up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it, it really irks me because like prior to, and I'm glad we mentioned the date, it, prior to the pandemic, uh, we would go out and do these uh, personal appearances or promotional appearances and or meet and greet whatever corporate America wants to call it now. And we would meet a lot of you. And, yeah, there's some good old boys out there. Yeah, and there's some outright rednecks. Like, I mean, trashy ones, too, who listen to this. But the perception is that's all there are. That's it. Not even good old boys, just, like, redneck trash. And I, I, try, to, I, I try to get to the root of it. I'm like, is it rock and roll? Is that what it is? Is it rock and roll? Because, you know, we play... Two to sometimes three songs per hour. Yeah. Versus the other so-called morning shows in our market that play six to nine. Yeah. Which means they're not talking a whole lot, which means their podcast is like 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Is that, a, but so I'm saying you're, you're judging the book by its cover, but is there some kind of sexism against rock and roll? Maybe there is, or maybe, I, I, you know, it, it's hard for me to say because it is, Sort of a local thing here to this area where we, where we encounter this Greenville, um, South Carolina. Now Greenville is a city that is honestly kind of highfalutin at this point. And, bougie, yeah, it's kind of bougie would be the the, the term for it. Um, and and the thing is that we could do the same kind of crude humor you see in a lot of movies that these people think is funny, but if we do it, they don't like it because we have an accent. Is that, you think that's what it is? A lot of it is, yeah. You know, there's still some of that. And the, the, the biggest thing I see, man, oh, Lord of mercy. I'm getting worked up. Let me, I just got to figure out how to say this without getting in meetings and Zoom calls. my stomach. Stuff. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm there. Uh, you might hear mine. But uh, now the thing is. That was my butt. <laughs> the, the thing is that uh, I don't think advertising is bad. I think advertising is good. If you own a business, if you do something like this, if you have a product, then advertising is good and it's beneficial. Yeah. Marketing sometimes is is predatory and nasty and evil and bad a lot of times it is and i think a lot of people not all but i think a lot of people in marketing because they have these perceptions of these things gotta have their heads up their asses and i mean not just a little bit i mean all the way up there talking about like facebook and stuff what do you mean i don't know you're talking about the 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 marketing industry which includes like a lot of it is social media. Like I, I would yeah. dare even see what the percentage was. Yeah, I mean a lot of it is, but yeah, just that they they have these I guess preconceived notions of of these demographics, but they don't actually look into it. They just go off a perception of something. Then the perception is something that was just I don't know how that came to be, how it was created, and then they all just kind of came to the same conclusion about it. 
or not all of them, but a, a vast majority of them came to the same conclusion about it. Um, but it's the the it's also the thing of how uh, and you'll like this because of your sexism thing. About, Reverse about Reverse how sexism. about how uh, <laughs> toilet paper commercials are all clearly clearly aimed at women. But I'm a man and I wipe my ass too. I like my hiding clean. Yeah, we all do. I said like. Yeah. I. I'd have to take out four ribs. Yeah, you would. Maybe six. <laughs> or just cut your tongue out and be easier. You should do them in a pair, otherwise you walk funny. <laughs> but, I've heard. But yeah, so it's, I mean, everybody does. Like every Everybody who ha- who has a household has paper towels, but those ads are targeted towards mommy. And single people use paper towels too, but those ads are all targeted towards mom. Is that the whole American dream, not Dusty Roads, but that... White picket fence, two and a half kids, that whole thing, uh, man and woman kind of deal. Because what about the guy who I've been there, done that, who is single and and has his child every other weekend? Yeah, do you have paper towels and toilet paper if you do that? I mean, you you maintain a household. You live by yourself. You might even own a home. Now, I'm not going to say that I didn't while I was that run out and have to use an old sock. It happens. But the, 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 a lot of people who do marketing professionally don't seem to think that you do anything except, what, watch sports and drink beer and yeah. eat chips and eat fast food, and that's about all you do. And you have yard tools. I don't understand it. And you know, the other thing, too, speaking of marketing, like, I, you know, I can't say that. I, I was a marketing student at one time. I mm-hmm. dropped out, did not get my degree, but I... I feel like I learned a whole lot, but radio jumped in and that, that stole my attention. But, um, you know, it's, it always irked me and it also made me feel like a fool because I, as a child, I didn't, and I, I'm pretty sure I've said this either on this podcast or the Rise Guys Morning Show that as a kid, when I would see commercials and I, was, I watched a bunch of them. Yeah, you did. I did too. I would see commercials for whether it be diapers, toilet paper, or sometimes female hygiene product. Yeah. And the, the, the liquid would, liquids would always be blue. And I, I tell you, it took me a long time to get the gumption up to ask my daddy, Daddy, why is my pee yellow? Why? Why is it different? You're going to be a diabetic one day, Matthew. Oh, Matthew. No, it... it, it, it and I feel like, and I'm probably paraphrasing, or maybe even I'm just thinking this happened and it didn't, but I, I remember him telling me that you can't show yellow urine on TV. That's offensive. But I was like, but Daddy, what about the blood and that uh, show that just went to commercial? Exactly. Different thing, Matthew. It's different. It ain't but Daddy, the same. with the feminine, Matthew. It's different. Female problems, Matthew. Yes. My mama was in the hospital. And I didn't even realize it, like, not clinging to life, but it didn't go in the direction they thought. And I didn't know where my mama was going. And the only thing anybody would do would say, she has female problems. Yeah. And basically, it translates to, you're not going to have any more brothers or sisters. Exactly. That's what it was. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, just, I mean, it's, it's, look at it this way, Matthew. We're going to save money on female hygiene products. And there's, there's only one way to sell things to men in all of this marketing mess. How? You're I not going to get laid if you don't have this, if you don't use this, if you don't smell like this, or you will get laid if you do smell like this. That's the only way anybody tries to sell stuff to to men outside of like lawn tools and stuff, which are only targeted to men. Even though women like to garden too, dude. 
you go on a Saturday, you know this, a, a Saturday, Sunday. It's by, mainly old ladies at the garden center. So much. It's like so 90% much. older women, but they, they target all the, the lawn maintenance stuff to, to dudes, middle-aged dudes, because they think it's Hank Hill. Yes. They picture Hank Hill, yeah. And then they think all our listeners are Dale Gribble and Boomhauer. But do you think that they're looking at it as though, okay, the men are in the know with tools. A lot of them are contractors. We want the women to say, honey, take us to Blank Depot with you. No, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Everybody goes there. Yeah. People, well, not people who don't, don't. People who rent don't as much, but they still do some. <laughs> oh, they got to fix holes in the walls and things. Yeah. You know, try to get your deposit back. You got to yeah. go up there and get a few things. I just wonder what, uh, like, this is a time when I got I wish we could take phone calls and this were live because I'm so, like, it, one in wonderment about that. Like, where does that come from? I, I don't get it. Well, yeah, I mean, think about they, they do all the, the the lawn and garden shows, and it's totally geared towards men. But yeah. again, women are very, very into that stuff: gardening and planting flowers, and 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 growing plants, and and maintaining the lawn and the yard, and all. They're very into all that stuff. You know, what's interesting too is that you know we're we're not live right now; okay. it's taped, and we can't take uh, live calls. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, with with radio, when you couldn't take a live call, and there was time of that. What you heard was was fact. So if we didn't have access to go out and do appearances and meet a lot of you, and, and those of you you haven't, we're going to go on tour again, God willing. Eventually. But Hopefully this year. If we didn't get to go out and meet you and find out that you're also nurses, you're also lawyers, you're also UFC fighters, you're also NASCAR drivers, you're also contractors, you're mm-hmm. all truck drivers. Yeah. If we didn't take phone calls, the marketers and the deciders and the decision makers, we would not know that either. No, we wouldn't know that. Uh, but well, We well, would just think dudes 18 to 49 or 54 years old only listen to us. Well, you know what? We, we I mean, we would know that because we would still know people and have friends and relatives and people we see. I think we would just kissing my ass. We would still see our neighbors doing things and we would still interact with people, you know? So we would still understand that. Because we, again, don't have our heads up our asses. So Try we, not to. We, I don't want it up my ass. I know where that thing's been. And I also don't want to have it in the ground either. Yeah. Um, and, and you can talk about things like the home shows that, you know, that are geared entirely towards women. But I know a bunch of dudes who are, are single men who own homes. I know a bunch of women who are single women who own homes too. But And those guys, I mean, you know, they don't just live in there sitting on old pizza boxes and drinking beer on the floor. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. They you don't know, sleep out in the yard. They don't sleep in the truck. They just get in the truck to go rant on Facebook videos. You know, you're a, politics. You're now, by the time this airs and soon to be, whenever, whatever, uh, soon. home owner. Yeah, I'm in the process of buying right now. Uh, I guess I'm in charge of doing the housewarming party. So how about this? I pay the first month. Heat. That works. Okay. And I'll Gas. get all of you listening right now to, to chip in on that. <laughs> we'll start a GoFundMe. Um, yeah, I, I hate that. But it, it's that thing where, do I hate that because I'm programmed to hate that? Or like there is, a, when you're young and you're taught, and it is the word taught, that we get in that mindset of, Oh, okay. This is in the older you could the, the layers kind of come off and it develops a little bit of angst and perturbed, well, as my mama would say. I don't think you're programmed to hate it. You're just kind of rebelling against it in a natural way because it's, I mean, you've, we've grown up in a marketing apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We've been, again, I don't think advertising is bad, but a lot of times marketing gets you mean way all out the of doom hand. and gloom? It's just, well, no, that's the news. I'm talking about the actual marketing. Um, the, like the, the, the traditional marketing is just, it's, it's been at every turn, everywhere, soaked into everything, especially after ET came out. Everything was marketing. I mean, ET was a, a two hour commercial with a backstory about an alien. Spoiler really if you was. haven't seen it. That was an alien? I, yeah. thought, I thought that was uh, it. But E.T. is what made me want Pizza Hut for the first time. And Reese's Pizza, I didn't even know they existed until I saw oh, E.T. Oh, come on. You're going to try to sue Amlin now, ain't you? No. <laughs> no. I'm leaving Spielberg out of this. You see how, how, how authentic that was? I said, ain't you? Yeah. Now, see, you. you got these others like Stephen Colbert, who sometimes claims South Carolina, other times, no, I was born in New York. He admits that he had a Southern accent. But when he decided he wanted to go into broadcasting, he took speech lessons to strip all that away from him so he could talk like every man and woman USA. Yeah. Where is the where's the realness left in that? He's like, in that group of people I'm talking about who try to judge our audience as being like Dale Gribble and Boomhauer. Yeah, because that's, you know, I He's one of those pe- like people with his head up his ass. I that's one thing that I loathe about Jay Leno is anytime there was a South Carolina, especially because that's where I'm born and raised. Jimmy, you too. It's where we are now. I don't care about stuff. He was talking about it though. But I don't like when they do like this and they always make this. I'm gonna have sex with my cousin. Like yeah. I, then that's Alabama and West Virginia. And oh Kentucky. my God! That's where they do. There that. we go. There's our chances of going national gym. That's the, that's where they do that. Yeah, I kind of agree with the West Virginia one. But still, I wouldn't have said it publicly. You you know you agree with Alabama one too. I have a whole thing about Alabama. It could be a whole podcast. You ever been to like the the, the central panhandle part of Florida? They do it there too. Yeah. Well, where was I where was I going with that? I just but it's it's the 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 thing I was mentioning to you earlier. We were talking about 
stand-up comedy and how like how does that pivot through all this kind of i know you can do outdoor shows and all all that but there, there needs to be some kind of pivot with that almost like you know the the podcast bubble that will pop when you have people who jumped on it because they couldn't make movies or their league wasn't in or whatever it might be and then once that gets overpopulated there won't really the name value won't really have any value as much as people who've done this for I don't know 20 years how does that tie to being southern though because there's that thought that if you have any kind of character-esque and being southern the way we are when we're not we never like change it we're never in mixed company I I'm, I don't say certain words around my mama is because I don't want to be backhanded or you know hurt her feelings or whatever <laughs> you know cuss words and stuff yeah but I never like you know uh, enunciate or totally properly I am who I am and if that keeps me from becoming a, a, a national radio whatever or what any way I don't give a damn well it's just I mean it's the same thing I said earlier about how if if Seth Rogen in a movie is making the same using the same employing the same humor that we use he you know the people who think we're just kind of redneck trash laugh at it if he does it because but, it's the accent more than anything but you you would have to come on here and Very say judged accent. uh after hours with the rise guys starring matthew harris as Matman. see if i told you that it was a character it's totally fine mm-hmm. saturday night live yeah they'll go on with their headline and i love snl i i truly truly do some seasons that were just god awful and they'll agree but most of the most of the show is not good and never has been. You know what I mean? Like ninety percent of every episode is trash. I still I I still enjoy a, a, a good portion of. You it. could put together a hell of a like a five hour highlight reel, but then think about how many hours of content they have. The vast majority of it just sucks. Usually, Man. anything after Weekend Update is downhill. I mean, it really is. Like they don't look at it from the approach of work up to it. Say no, people are falling asleep. People are falling asleep Drunk. and whatever. Um, but I, I, I enjoy Saturday Night Live, and what they'll do is they will come on and they'll do their their, their sketches or bits or whatever, yeah. and they're making fun of someone who did something sexist or racist or in politically incorrect or whatever. Or topical humor. Then they'll come on, and then they'll do Weekend Update where they chastise those people and shame them, but then they're doing that as the Weekend Update host, whoever they may have been over the years. Yeah. That's them as a person. But then you'll notice that those people rarely are in any other sketches because they want to remind you that's a real person telling you a lesson, telling you without any kind of character. You know, it's not Debbie Downer telling you or Will Ferrell as cheerleader telling you. It's a real person. Mm. But then we will go over here and say those same words that are offensive in a character way, and it's all right. You can't say it as your true voice. Because you'll be chastised for it. But if you do it as a character and then you put the little PSA in there that that's bad, don't do that. <laughs> we'll be back right after. I mean, with, with some things, I, I agree with that. With some, some subjects you can do as a character, but if, it's, if it's, that's how way, you really feel, then you kind of messed up. The South Park way is good because it ushers you in with a lot of you. Well, you know this. If you're in the South Park, you know this, but they'll usher in with crude great graphic sexual humor that we all know and love down deep but then there's an underlying message there that i feel like after i watch south park i kind of sit there and think even though i've watched the short documentary about you know 
how they make an episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, I there's an underlying message with a lot of those that you don't really realize at the time. But don't you think that uh, for a few seasons there, about ten years ago, they got maybe a little too preachy. It's still really South funny, Park. but yeah, the, the the message was just kind of beating you over the head with it. it, was, it was, I mean, and I didn't disagree with it, but it was still felt a little preachy to me at that time. You shouldn't all, yeah. I mean, if you do it to what, that's where you, people can say left or right with stuff. You 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 have to kind of do both sides, and that's what's going to be interesting to do with that with SNL is that they've, you know, just nailed one side of the argument and just bastardized it. And, and made fun of it and ridiculed it, and then the one that they it were wasn't kind of, asking for it at kind, the time. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying who. <laughs> I don't want to turn it that way. But then the person well, you're talking about the Democrats in the '90s during the Clinton scandal. Boom. <laughs> but then <laughs> what did recent. they do? Is the person that they exalted now is the one that's going to be catching some of the heat? Yeah. You know, it's it's a weird thing that they somehow and a lot of TV shows get that unspoken precedent set. As long as it's a character, you can do it. But you have to kind of run in there. It ain't good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what sucks about what we do is I'm no character. You're no character. We have radio names because we're kind of told we needed to. Yeah. And I try to speak from the heart, but at the same time, even on a podcast like this, I know there's still a little bit of a filter that I have to use. Does that make sense? A language filter you do, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where you... you I mean, anything that you have that, you you know, you can make a joke and that's one thing, you know, stand up comedians as themselves on stage can make a joke where you, you need a character is when you're getting into something really, well, a stand up comedian, I mean, it can get away with anything too. But it could be a character, you know, like a lot of people don't know Gilbert Godfrey doesn't really talk like Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. It's such a well, like, I don't even want to say it as such a great comedic persona. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, where you? I mean, it's great to have it. You know, like Dennis Hopper playing a character he played in like Blue Velvet or Speed or something like that was, you know, he needed to be a character and not actually try to kill Keanu Reeves. Right. But he didn't come on at the end and say, hi, I'm Dennis Hopper. Yeah. The character I just played doesn't really advocate going around and bombing things and then putting, uh, you know, booby traps. It's accepted as fiction because it's presented as fiction, whereas... And that's how it is with like sketch comedy too. It's or presented wrestling. as fiction, wrestling, and, and 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 what we do is not presented as fiction, because it's not. Yeah, we have to stand behind the things we say. But if it's a work of fiction, you don't have to stand behind it because it's purely fictional. Sure. No, I agree with what you're saying, and I get that point of view. But I don't understand the rock and roll factor to it because that's the underlying thing with the perception of our show because. I, I really think I meet just as many women who, or even interact on social media with just as many women. I know Fatboy does. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all he interacts with on social media. He's the only one uh, married. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand it, and it bothers me. But then again, I don't even know how to present the question of what is with that. Is or is that just all of getting back to the toilet paper and stuff? It, we almost ask for it. A lot of men when they say. If mama ain't happy, nobody said mama doesn't want that pressure sometimes. Well, with the, the men and the toilet paper thing, I mean, men do a lot of uh, uh, wiping. No, well, yeah, hopefully. Um, sure. But they also do a lot of the buying for the household, a lot of grocery shopping and home goods shopping along those lines. I mean, it's a much higher percentage than you would think. I don't have it in front of me, but I've seen it before. And it's I mean, it's 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 a pretty decent percentage it's not over 50 percent, but it's it's up there what do you think though back to the blue liquid what would be so offensive 
that and it's really there. I've looked it up. Yeah. That what would be so offensive to look up and you're marketing towards something that's an actuality that every single person on earth, unless it's some kind of health uh, ailment, urinates. I don't understand why the why the blue. And everybody's sitting in front of the TV eating. I guess. That's my best guess is that you know the. Our our grandparents didn't want to be sitting in front of the TV eating and 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 not paying attention to the TV. But you know, if you're just halfway paying attention and they're pouring blue liquid down on a paper towel or a diaper, it's one thing. But then, oh man, that looks like pee. I don't like this no more. Uncle Guy's colorblind and he just threw up in his macaroni salad. He did. He did. And you stepped in it this time. He got you back. Macaroni salad probably tastes better. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just weird. You know, macaroni salad sucks. I hate it. I hate it. It ruins salad and macaroni. So it's an insult I, to both. I don't understand like that whole perception of stuff. And and where we just like that's really something within the past two to three years I feel like really just changed where okay, you can use yellow now. We're cool with it. Yeah, it's just the But blood. Know, blood was not to ever be There can't just be one one everlasting standard. It changes, perceptions change, but things just you know, it just advances and moves along, I guess. What if there was some rule back in the your horror movies, your Friday the 13th, where they had to use green liquid instead of uh, the corn syrup and the, the red food? Would you think you were watching Nickelodeon instead? Well, I mean, that would be outright stupid. I know. But, but What about blue pee? Well, they're not peeing on it. They're pouring blue liquid on it, so it doesn't matter what color it is to me. I mean, it makes more sense if it's yellow, but it's still just a demonstration, whereas in the movie it's being presented as Jason cut somebody's head off, and if green stuff comes out, well, that's stupid. But if you're just pouring liquid out of a cup onto a diaper, then it can be any color. My thought process could be red. was that the guy could not actually whip it out on the camera and urinate on it. Yeah, you can't. He did it into a cup No, and poured it into it. That's some, some country time in that cup. My parents would talk to me about the birds and the bees and anything with the nether regions. The only time I really got any kind of answers about stuff was when I started growing hair and when the toilet seat fell on it and it swelled up real big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First time it swelled up real big. Wasn't the last. No. Wasn't the only. First couple times afterwards, it hurt real bad. Yeah, it does. Hurt real bad. <laughs> No, no. So you don't carry the same chip on your shoulder that I do. No, I Not do to about quote when, anybody. when it comes to the the misperce- uh, misperception of the audience. Um, I really do. It, it's such a bother to me when I when I hear things like that, and then I I meet every walk of life out there that listens to you know not this podcast yet but the the, the morning show in greenville south carolina well the also the, the people who think they're what they're too good to take some dude's money because he's wearing dirty blue jeans with holes in them yeah, i mean hey he, buddy his money spends the same as yours mine or anybody else's yeah i don't know what that is so, i mean if you think you're too good to, to 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 sell your wares to a certain demographic of people or a certain class of people then their money is the same as everybody else's yeah that's true. I mean, they're not going to come in there with a pocket full of dirt and rocks and try to buy a car. <laughs> they're going to come in there with $60,000 and walk out of there with a brand new truck because clearly they're not wasting that money at the mall buying clothes every weekend. They're saving it up to buy that truck. We get such mind... We're going to pay cash for the damn thing, too. We get such mind-blanked, though, as kids of maybe not this... It's that marketing apocalypse. Yeah, man. It's like, you know... This generation, maybe not so much, and that's going to change, but, you know, I can remember my sister getting the kitchenette set as a, as a toy, uh, and I got the uh, the hammer and the uh, hard hat and all, the, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you go out and work. You stay home in the kitchen. Yeah. And I, I was like, Mama, why are you leaving to go to work? Yeah. You supposed to. 
Everything. Daddy's bringing home the bacon. Exactly. And where that has led us is everybody who does marketing now is basically marketing to someone who doesn't exist. They're marketing to this kind of generic perception of, a, of, of an American citizen or an American person. And it, it's someone who doesn't actually exist. Um, it's on like the, uh, it, it, it's on, you know, it's on the more bougie end of things. It's more of a, a, a an old school yuppie type that they're, they're marketing to or suburban housewife type. But you Can't know, say yuppie anymore. The the white picket fences and stuff isn't really isn't you know they're marketing to, to they're marketing to that they're marketing to a perception that isn't really real. They're marketing to the model of like I said to to Fat Boy. They've taken uh, reality out of it. They're just not thinking about the world they know when they do their damn job. I was like, Fat Boy, are you are you drinking anymore? I don't know because you don't put it on your Instagram story anymore. And I was like. Wow, the dude, that's perfect. They're they're basically marketing to the Instagram perception of normal, which again is fake and not real. But why do I get such strange ads on things that I've never looked at before, though? I mean, I don't know. I've never once looked up a flashlight shaped like CC Deville. Never ever. Now, yeah, you have. It was the fat version too. We look up all kind of stuff in here. No, I mean, we must be on the same IP or something. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And it ain't intellectual properties, I can tell yeah, you. I mean, we come in here, we're all on the same Wi-Fi on all our phones. We're all going to get the same kind of ads based on the things we're all looking for. That's what it is. That's what it is. I don't know. But you should try the CC Deville flashlight. It's very nice. You liked it? Oh, yeah, it's great. Just don't do it upside down. Mm-hmm. Good no. Lord. No. You'll gag him. You know, I was also thinking a good little question that we could do to kind of stir up uh, the feedback. Because I like to try to interact with you as much as you can other than say, hey, enjoy the podcast. Just tell us what you liked about it. And, and you know, something we don't agree, uh, we said you don't agree with or, or vice versa. Let us know. But if you would, just uh, contact us on social media and tell us, like, Maybe if you feel comfortable with it, like your your age, where you live. We're not using this to sell your information, but just no. out of curiosity, and what you do for a living. No, we couldn't sell it if we wanted to. No. No. no and that's not an insult to you. That's an insult to us. Um, no, we but, don't know. But yeah, let us know who you like. Just a little bit about you, who you are, what, the, yeah, what you do for a living. Um, last four, you're social. The three yeah. digits on the back of the card. Yes. I was about to say that. <laughs> secret secret pin. CVV, right? Is that what it is? You know, I, I've just got mine learned, and, uh, well, we don't need to say all that. No, you don't need to get into it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of these fancy ones now that has no raised numbers on the front. Oh, Finally man. got one of those. I got nice. one of mine that when I when I, when I I whip it out, talking about the credit card, that it looks way more prominent than it is. But it's like, you know what? <laughs> oh, man. Cash App card is classy looking, oh, too. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. You just filled in the gaps for me. Yep. It looks like it's. Uh, it looks fancy. It looks like a Black American Express. Ain't about thirty bucks on there. Though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, thank God you ain't got mine, Jim. Yeah. I rarely use it. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed this, uh, and I would love to if you feel comfortable uh, sending us that information. Uh, I hate to say information, just yeah. reacting to that. Yeah, it's just a reaction. I'm just curious. Like maybe every person that listens to us is a is a man. That is uh, not very educated. That uh, loves guns is always haunting. Uh, what was the other thing we said? Doesn't uh, want to own a home. Yeah. Doesn't go to the groceries. Doesn't wipe. Yeah. Basically, just sits on the floor and drinks beer and eats fast food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> I about that, and that's what it's what a lot of a lot of marketing people think of. I mean, not just just rock and roll in general. Yeah, because we 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 do this podcast, but we do the show on a rock radio station as well. We should quit talking about the the girls going wild appearances we made and uh, the time we were on Jerry Springer and various things like that. Yeah, maybe so. Maury Povich was it? Yeah, just pretend we never met him. Yeah, none of that stuff. No, none of that ever happened. All right, and I guess we quit talking about wrestling too. But what's weird is that still has that perception. But they can sign a billion dollar TV deal or three of them at once. Is that something that would take forever to talk about? Yeah, it would probably take longer than we need to here, but it's weird that people have the like the the trashy perception of wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. People have marketing people have that, and then marketing people kind of have the uh, the same perception of of our audience. But wrestling did sign three. I mean, WWE does have three billion dollar TV contracts all at the same time. But they twisted their brand look. They they twisted it. I mean, look, truly, honest to God, I haven't watched it. Is that just talking about the perception? The perception is still, still, still there, yeah. but they, they're very uh, kid friendly esque. But their audience is fifty plus, fifty years old, fifty and up. Yeah, the ma- majority of the, their audience is, I mean, older because yeah. they're still living off names from the eighties and nineties. So their audience is going to be at least our age, if not older. See, that's what I was thinking about. That was my—I uh, won't even say his name, Lil G. Mm-hmm. You say his name so people know what I'm talking about Glarth Brooks. Wow, Zinger. Um, I feel like the reason he did what he did was because he knew that half of his base was going to be like, you know what, he's dead to me forever and all this stuff, you know, performing at the inauguration. But he also realized that the next generation of of consumer might go that way a little more. And he's like, I need to, to have my music live on. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the people who are going to get mad about it are mainly, largely, People who, if they're big fans of him, have already seen him at least once or twice and are less likely to go again. He's a sellout. Not because of that, but just in general. He's not real country. Oh, yeah, wow. He's not. And he was lying to us that time. Well, I'm not either. What, real country? Not really. You're you're, uh, Appalachian. I am Appalachian. Yes. But that means you will never see me in a cowboy hat because I'm Appalachian, not a cowboy. I got a hat for Christmas I've not yet worn. Cowboy hat? No, it's... uh, Don't wear a cowboy hat. You're not a cowboy. You're Appalachian. I should have been a cowboy, though. Should have learned to rope and ride. Yeah. Uh, if you say any more, we'll get sued. I know it. I know it. I don't <laughs> want to get. I don't want to hear from uh, Columbo. Mm-mm. Jimmy, I've enjoyed this. Hope you have as well. Yeah, it's been fun, man. Till uh, next week. Till next week. That was episode twenty-three of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Guys. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode. After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.